Hey, how's it going? I'm Dave Lasowski, and this is How to Win with Video. In this episode, I'm joined by Josh Farley. Josh has got a lot of different things going on. So he is a realtor with Keller Williams. He owns a contracting company called The Right Choice Contracting. And he also recently launched a credit repair business called Second Chance Credit Repair. I've known Josh for a long time, going back to when we were kids and before he was doing any of the ventures that he's doing now. I wanted to bring him on because seeing the growth that he's had over the years has been crazy to watch. And he's got a work ethic that is super important to the core of entrepreneurship that a lot of these conversations focus in on. I'll say this right now, Josh is super young. So when we were recording this, he was 23 years old and I don't want that to deter anyone that's watching this or listening to this from taking what he says to heart. There's a lot of points in this conversation that we have where we're talking about the reality of what it's like uh, being a successful entrepreneur, especially so young. Josh is at a point now where he's achieved a lot of freedom in his businesses, but there's still insane levels of hard work that go into it daily and have led up to this point. So when he talks about things like making Wi-Fi money, being able to work from anywhere, that doesn't mean he's just sitting on a beach and, and has money coming in. He might be at some exotic place and still finding the time to to put those hours in. So I just wanted to put that out there for anybody that's about to watch this. Some of the things that you're going to hear us talk about in this conversation include the reality of making money from anywhere, how to push past failures as a young entrepreneur, the biggest advantages of posting consistently online, how to give yourself an edge over people who have years more experience than you, the types of videos to use to build trust as a realtor, the power of work ethic and focus in becoming a successful entrepreneur, and how to show success online without coming across as a douchebag about it. We're gonna hop right in with me talking to Josh about how I've noticed his growth over the years and how he kind of fell into everything that he's doing right now. Here we go. I've been keeping tabs on like all your stuff for like a while. Like what, cool. there's certain people from like the area yeah. that you, like you can tell certain mm -hmm. people are like doing something. They're yeah. going for it. They're making something out of themselves. And because like one day it just kind of starts yeah. and you're like, all right, there's effort there. And I don't, dude, I don't remember when I noticed that you were just like going for it and really getting after it. But when I did, I was like, all right, Josh, I was like, He's, he's doing it. And then the next time I saw your stuff, you were like posting from like Mexico or like some <laughs> random place. Like, yeah. you know, I'm working from my phone and actually doing it. I'm like, all right, all right, yeah. man. It, it's crazy. Like some of my friends, like we all, they all joke around because my, uh, my like thing that I always say, I actually got it from this dude, Cody. Um, he like runs like a advertising thing. Yeah. But they always talk about Wi-Fi money, making money off your phone. So I always joke around. I'm like, Wi-Fi money, baby, Wi-Fi money. And uh, like literally, we'll be on vacation. Like just this week that passed, like I, I was in the gym and uh, I wrote this offer for my client and I, I followed up with the realtor just to kind of like seal the deal. Told him, have my lender reach out to him too. Kind of show him like, yo, look, we're, we're serious. We can close. Let's get it done. Yeah. And it was a long shot. There was like 11 offers on the property. And uh, he calls me. He's like, yo, we're taking your offer. Solid deal. And I'm like, bet. Like, yep. we're literally in the jungle hanging out and close a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the ability to, to make money off my phone has just 
broaden my horizons. There's no reason to be locked into a location yeah. when you can be out here doing a million different things. Dude, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, The Big Short, the movie? Yeah. Where, um, what's his name? Ryan Gosling's character is like in the gym yeah. and he gets that call at the end that he just made like tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. He's keeping his cool and he just like freaks out on the earpiece. I'm like, that's how I imagine you like ziplining through the jungle and be like, yeah, we made the offer. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Like, let's go. Yeah. Every time. Like we, we went to dinner that night and uh, my fiance was like looking at the wine list and I was like, whatever you want. Like, yeah. we're, we're cool. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Gotta celebrate somehow. That's you know right, I mean? dude. I think it's important to honestly like celebrate all your wins. Yeah. Celebrate Even small ones. ones. Exactly. Because that's just building momentum. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of, of that. Like everything is momentum if you're looking at it the right perspective. Yeah. So like, you know, you weren't always at this point where you were just closing deals in the middle of the jungle and going yeah. on trips and making that Wi-Fi money. What what were those small wins for you at first, dude, that like started getting the ball rolling? So like it's how I got started is really the was a big win for me because when I first I, I resort back to my fiance for this because like when I met her, like at the time I was just working a normal job. Like I, I knew I wanted to do real estate, but like I was just lazy. Like I didn't have the, the drive and the energy and uh, we started talking and I was actually taking classes online at mm. the time. I was almost done the whole course and uh, it timed out. It literally was like, you've exceeded your time length for finishing this and you, uh, you have to pay more money or you, you can't finish. And I was just like, Dude. Sounds like a freaking arcade game. Yeah, like, and I was like, are you quarter. serious? So at that time I just gave up again. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. and. Uh, like a year went by and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go sign up for real estate school. Um, during that time, like I bought a house and uh, the realtor that I was working with at the time, I started wholesaling properties. So that's where you're like driving for dollars and like finding properties that are vacant and uh, getting them under contract and assigning them. And I would call her all the time and be like, hey Sherry, I need you to run comps on this. I need you to run comps on this. Yeah. And she, she would always do it cause she just like knew my energy and she wanted me to succeed. One day she calls me, she's like, Josh, go get your real estate license. Like you have the drive, like just go do it. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. She's like, sign up in my office. I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. So I signed up and I started taking the courses and that right there, that was my small win. Like I stepped back into the door and I realized like, I'm just gonna do it this time no matter what. Like whatever happens, I'm locking in. And uh, I ended up passing my real estate exam on my birthday, which was cool. And uh, that was another like major win. And at that time I just, I decided I'm gonna dive all in as hard as I can. I'm just gonna lock in. And like my whole first year, uh, it really was my first year cause it was like six months from yeah. like uh, starting till January. I started in like uh, the end of April, early May. And I had to go through like a mentor program. So you really aren't like working at this time. You're kind of like just learning and uh, got into it. And I was like, all right, like this is cool. And then I had some money saved up. I'm like, all right, like I have my license. Like let me make some money. I went and bought my rental property. And uh, how old were you when all this was happening? So I was 22. I was 21 when I bought my first house. Yeah. And uh, at that time, like I was working nine to five. So I just like locked in. And I was like, I'm going to save all my money from working. And uh, I'm selling all my toys, like all my cool stuff, like my third place, everything I'm going to sell and I'm going to take my money and I'm going to do something good with it. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll buy a house. So I, I bought my house and that was like a major, major move for me that like changed my whole mindset. Like 
now you really have to make money, dude. You have big bills, yeah. like you can't can't flake off here. So in that time, I went and got my real estate license, and then uh, I went to buy my rental property. I bought it exactly a year from when I got my other house. Like on the day, closed it. it was, that was cool. Yeah. And that was like my first real estate transaction as a realtor. Yeah. And um, I did that, and then it was just dead. Like I really didn't do any business again for like the rest of the year. It yeah. was just, like I actually broke my foot like right around that time. And so when I I bought my rental, I had a broken foot. So I was in here like fixing the house, like putting new vanity in, fixing underneath these cabinets and stuff with like a boot on, like hobbling around. And then, uh, you got to really want it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had no choice. I'm like, yo, like I have tenants moving in here. Like I got to get this place ready and I'm not paying someone else to do something I know how to do. Yeah. So that goes back to like the blue collar, like worker in the white collar world. Like I'm making it happen. Yup. But, um, so in that time frame, I, uh, I bought that house, things were kind of dead, but I was working every day. Like I was really hustling. I would go on Facebook and I would, uh, I would go through my entire friends list and message us, uh, the amount of people they would let me, I think it was a hundred people. I'd message a hundred people a day. Hey, uh, haven't talked to you in a while. Just wanted to reach out. I just recently got into real estate. If you need anything, feel free to reach out to me. Of them hundred people, one or two might hit me back. The yep. rest just left me on red. Yeah. So then this starting of uh, like after April hit and it was my new real estate year, it blew up. All them people I was messaging, all the people I was reaching out to, they started hitting me up. Yo, I want to buy a house or yo, someone knows. So I was like, dude, like all the work I put in for no reward at all is like rewarding me now. Pays off, dude. You planted the seeds. Yeah. And it was just straight hustle from then on out. And uh, my, I partnered with a, a lender. Uh, this guy, Brandon Crowther, he actually, we messaged each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He was like posting videos and stuff at the time. And I was like, yo, this dude's cool. Like I'm going to follow him. He's younger. His like little motto is like a uh, millennial mortgage lender. So like, it's cool. Like he, he's young, like he, he's got to su- embrace it. Yeah. He's a go-getter. Yeah. Like this dude doesn't sleep. I swear. Like anything I need, he gets it done like in a timely fashion. It, it's awesome. But, uh, we decided to do like a fire your landlord seminar basically like just teaching people how to buy a house, like yeah. the ins and outs of like what's involved in the process because it's scary. Yeah, it, It's, you got so many moving parts. And I mean, I try and take all that away from my client cause that's what I'm for. Right. But I, as we're doing that, I'm like, I need to get comfortable talking on camera. Yeah. And I, so I, I recorded a video and I posted on Facebook and I was like, dude, like I got like 30 shares. Like that's awesome. And like, so, so many people started hitting me up at this time. And I think it, it was at like, eight or 9,000 views and people are just reaching out to me all the time. Dude, literally like nobody showed up. It was like just my friends came through to the seminar and uh, I it got me like comfortable talking in front of people. I think I liked how it turned out. Yeah. And like- you, So the video was before the yeah, seminar. Yeah, trying to get people to come out. I, yeah, Like yeah. a bunch of people, like I, I did um, like an Eventbrite thing right. to like put tickets out. Yeah. And like 30 tickets like sold. But it, ended, it was like- I th- I don't remember like exactly when we did it, but it was like a weird time that it just like ended up not working out. I think yeah, it was a yeah. Sunday or something. Right. And, uh, but like most of the people that didn't show up, like reached out to me and were like, yo, like I'm really sorry I didn't make it. Like, can we like hop on a, a phone call or like a video call? Can like, can you reiterate on what you talked about? Mm. And uh, <laughs> a few of those people that didn't show up, like I've sold houses to now, yeah, yeah. which was cool. Um, but it was just like that initial, like get in front of the camera and talk to people made me open up and now like as I'm dealing with clients and dealing with people and they followed me on Instagram for a while when I first meet them they feel like they're like best friends with me already yeah it's like a instant 
they know who I am as a person just from watching me on my stories day in and day out, day in and day out. They, they know I'm personable and easy to talk to and easy yeah. to approach. So that's been like a big game changer in the well, business. You're really good at that too, like keeping people in the loop with what's going on. Like yeah. The consistency is, is great. Cause like I always see that you've got, you never like don't have a ring around your, your profile picture, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, was it that video that you put out that kind of made you realize like, I should be really in front of people like all the time. Yeah. So when I started my, my page at the time, I wasn't posting myself at all. I would go on and I would find like a new house that got listed to the market or I'd mm. go into Philly and find like a killer condo that was like super crazy and I would post it and I made it like strictly business. Yeah. It, it, it fell on its face. Like yeah. I had no traction, no likes, no engagement, nothing. And I'm like, dude, this isn't working. Like something I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm deleting everything off my page. I went through and I deleted everything off my page and I started over. And I was like, I'm going to be in front of the camera. I'm going to post about my life. I'm going to post what I'm doing. And this was me. I paid for like a lot of mentorship from like dudes that had like three, 400,000 followers. And I could tell their engagement was crazy through the roof. And a lot of people that were selling like online, like selling social media, um, like marketing and like things like that. And I'm like, these guys know what they're doing. I'm going to mimic what they're doing and I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. And I, I did like the follow unfollow. So like I would go through, follow a bunch of people, message them, reach out to them, like a bunch of pictures, connect with them right there. And if they didn't follow me back, I don't follow them. Cause like they didn't care about what I was doing. Yeah. So whatever. And it grew my page to like, I think, uh, like 3,500 or 4,000 followers, like yeah. within like the first like six, seven months. And, uh, just I would constantly stay engaged with people through the page and like every time I post somebody would like comment on it I'd make sure I'd go and shoot them a DM like let them know I cared you know what I mean yeah, and I'd yeah. always comment back to everybody that would comment just to let them know like I'm not too good to talk to you like exactly. let's let's build rapport you know right, what I mean and right. that, that's the the big thing in our business is like the networking has to be through the roof if you can't step into a building with 100 people in there and make 10 friends don't get into real estate. I yep. tell people all the time, like yeah. it's no matter where you are. And the, the first thing it's always going to say is like, if they know you do real estate, it's going to be instead of, Hey Josh, what's going on? It's going to be, Hey, how's the real estate? Cause they don't care how anything else is going on anymore. Right. All they ask is about real estate. Yep. So I hit them with the, why are you, you looking to buy or sell? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like you yeah, just gotta yeah. like build that, uh, build that rapport there. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely one of them things that it, it jump started me to, to post that first video. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's so there's a lot that you said that was just kind of standing out to me. One being the importance of, you know, having that mentorship and um like it's like kind of like taking the the Disney like speed pass or whatever it's called, you yeah. know, in in the way that you progress things. If you put the work into it. Yeah. Cuz you could spend all this time figuring things out. Like you said, you knew something wasn't working when you were just posting strictly business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you quickly figured out like, all right, here's what I should be doing. And then you actually did it. That's like one of the huge things, man. Yeah. So many people will just be like, yeah, I know what I should be doing. I know I probably should be doing this more. And then they don't. Yeah. So one of the things I really admire is just your like actual commitment to getting shit done. Yeah. Is <laughs> you do it's major. for sure. And, um, it's, it's no wonder that or rather it is, it, it's a, it's a wonder that people continuously in the world of real estate 
just post listings and business things and then wonder why they're not getting any engagement because yeah. everyone else is doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Like the people, there are realtors that I see on Instagram and realtors who have worked with other video business owners in my network who I, I follow them because they're actually interesting and engaging yeah. because they're constantly in front of a camera and letting their personality show through. Yeah. You know, I don't, why do you think so many realtors are almost like either reluctant or afraid to do that? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the mentorship in the beginning of them starting their business. Um, depending on what brokerage you decide to start at, very good chance you're going to be allowed around a lot of older people. Real estate is starting to evolve into a younger generation that's getting into the business. And I, I notice it all the time. Like I just uh, talked to a class the other day of like 50 something students that are all getting their real estate license. I think probably 50 or 60% of them were younger. So that was like, okay, it's like really evolving. But when you're learning from someone older, they're going to tell you to pick up the phone and start cold calling. They're going to tell you to send mail out to people's houses, which don't get me wrong, that still works. Yeah. Um, that definitely works, but you got to like beat, beat the horse until it's dead for right. it to get something out of right, it. Right, right. Um, they might push you on Facebook a little bit, but other than that, that's the gist of it. They don't understand that when you're trying to connect with your sphere, as we say in real estate, that my sphere is on Instagram is I can, so one thing that they taught us when I started at Keller Williams was you need to touch your sphere 36 times a year. Um, by doing that, you're making a phone call or an email or a, a blog post, something like that. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I can touch my sphere 365 times a year if I only post once and yep. I post 20 times a day. So I'm in their mind 24 seven. When you go on Facebook and someone says, does anybody know a good realtor? I, it gradually has grown to the point that now when I see it, there's a hundred comments on there, 80 of them are my name. And that's not like me trying to boast or anything. It's just facts yeah. of the matter because I'm in front of everybody more than anybody else is. Yeah. And that's just, that's showing it right there, man. It's yeah. like, when you said that, touch your sphere 36 times a year. I, that immediately was, was bizarre to me because like you said, you could just, like social media, especially Instagram, the, the platform that you're using and really just like building off of, you have the opportunity to touch your sphere like 36 times in a week. Minimum. Minimum, exactly. Yeah, if you're it's, utilizing it the way you should be. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, if you really went in, and we'll just say you did 36 touches in a week, yeah. and then stopped, it wouldn't do anything for no, you. No, it's useless. So I think if there is any lesson to be learned from that 36 times a year thing, it's the, that consistency over time. Yeah. Like you said, you put out that video and you, you sent out these messages when you first got into it. And then like within a year following, yeah. then people were hitting you back up and, you know, flocking. Yeah. It's a matter of just like continuously showing up. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, people look at you when you start and they're like, Cool. That's good. Like, yeah. good for him. Like, I, I see a bunch of realtors getting their license, like people I know, and I, I'm excited for them. But I'm also in my head, I'm not going to show them any attention until they prove it to me. Because I'm not going to go out of my way to 
give someone a million tips of advice if they're not gonna actually use it. Yeah. And that's not saying like if they reach out to me, I won't answer a question, but I'm not gonna be super ecstatic for them until they really show me that they can do it. Um, they say like, uh, what I don't remember the exact number, but it was uh, like 30, I wanna say 30% is the number they told me of my real estate class won't be in business after their first year. Um, I don't even think 60% of my real estate class at the time got their license. So that shows you right there the fall off. Yeah. And then your first year, this year is great. Like houses are selling like wildfire. You get a listing, it's selling. If you got a buyer, you got to put in the work to get them in a house. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. You can sell a lot of houses that way, but what are they going to do when the market shifts and they have to adapt? The people that are really going to stay tried, true, and consistent are going to be the ones that stay in the business. Um, like, and that, that's it. It's just consistency. Like stay in front of people a million times a day and just constantly keep putting in the work. And like what I was saying, how I went through a message everybody on Facebook, like it's it's about the same time I did last year, like right around like the end of February. I did it last year. I'm gonna go and do it again. I'm not too good for that. Yeah. I, like I have a lot of business in my pipeline I ha and I'm super grateful for that because last year I had none as I was starting. Like it was just happening. Like as I was selling houses, more people would hit me up. And now this year I have a backlog and I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for that because that's like, it's almost like a salary at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like expected I, predictable income. I know at some point I'm gonna sell that person a house. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go through and message everybody in. Hey, what's going on? How you been? How was your year? I know COVID was hard, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's just, you, you gotta, as much as I wanna focus on Instagram and all the other key things, the old things still work a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't wanna let them fall off. Exactly. Because if somebody else goes and does that, like I, I've told people to do it, you know what I mean? Other people getting in the game, I don't wanna be the only one not doing it now right. after I told them the tips, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, you can't just leave that behind, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's just one of them things. Yeah. So are you more so selling or buying um, for, your, for your people? I'm definitely more of a buyer's agent. Yeah. Uh, I think that kind of fits to my my niche of clients at the time, like everybody's like starting to get to that point where they're gonna buy a house. Yeah. I, I definitely bought a house like a lot younger than most of my friends. Mm -hmm. So like they're, but they're all starting to hit that point where everybody's ready to buy. Yeah. So I've been working on that a lot. Right. But, uh, you figure the people that are most directly in touch with you yeah, like, are the people that are your age. Yeah, like are, 23 to like 27 is right. like that key number. Right. Um, but it's cool because I've been noticing like some people that I've sold a house to, They've had a great experience. I did as much as I could to make the process easy. Their parents are trying to sell their house, so they're reaching out to me instead of like whatever realtor they had yeah. at some point. Yeah. And uh, and that's another thing that's like really big in the industry is uh, once you sell a house to somebody, that realtor like disappears. Like they don't follow up the way they should. Interesting. I stay in the loop with my clients after I sell. Like I just had one of my clients I just sold a house to, and I found out that they got pregnant and they're having a baby. So. I took the old school route. Me and my fiance wrote them like a nice letter. Just let them know that we're thinking of them. Let them know how excited we are and things like that. And I could have sent a text, but that letter opening in the mail, like that was like a different touch that really like sparked. Like they sent me a huge long text after and we're just like so grateful. I know they're gonna be my clients for the rest of my life. Yeah. And we've built that rapport. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're, they're great people and now we're friends. You yeah, know what I mean? That's, exactly. I didn't know them from a can of paint when I started working with them. So it's, yeah. uh, it's like things like that. Well, dude, that's, that's important too, is acknowledging the other ways of doing things. Like you said, 
sending out mailers, there is a place for it. Yeah. And it, it does, you know, still hold some weight. Um, and, you know, the premise of this whole show is, like, how to win with video. Yeah. But sometimes, like, that's not the only tool in the kit. Yeah. You know, I, I had um, a professor in college who, he owned, he founded and owned uh, Four Eyes. Do you remember that company? They used to have, like, they're a glasses company. Yeah. They had, like, the funny commercials back in the day. Yeah. He, like, founded that company and a bunch of other companies. He just liked teaching, so he did. Yeah. And he said... One of the best things that I ever did when I was in business was every Thanksgiving, I would send out Thanksgiving cards to my clients mm -hmm. because one, nobody is sending out Thanksgiving cards. Yeah. You're getting Christmas cards and, and like birthday cards maybe. Thanksgiving, you're already separating yourself from everybody else yeah. because of just the timeliness of it. Yeah. And so it's a reason to be thankful for somebody. And that card, he's like, that card would sit on people's desks. Yeah. You know? That's it. Like nobody, everybody's sending emails or back then, I guess. <laughs> and all that stuff, like you get a handwritten card and it's going to stand out. So hearing that, it's like, yeah, that holds, holds a place. Yeah. Especially it, nowadays. It's, it's something that not a lot of people do. Yeah. And to like kind of be a little unique and yeah. just put it out there. I think it worked. You yeah. know what I mean? It, yeah. it did. I, as much as I did it because I really genuinely liked them as people, they showed me, like, those were the clients that, like, really showed me that, like, there's still genuine people in the world, which was cool. Um, I just knew, like, after sending that, I was like, that was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. was the right way to approach the situation. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, one of them things that just, yeah. you know it's going to work. Exactly. So, I know that you're, you're popping off on Instagram. You are still sending messages out on Facebook and you're sending out these old school methods of, of doing it. What other ways are you kind of diversifying your approach to, to building up business and building kind of your brand in general? Because yeah. I know you've got a lot more going on than just real estate. Like yeah. what other touch points are you kind of using? As far as getting new clients or as far as like just personal branding? I'd say everything, man. It all kind of um, falls under that umbrella. Yeah, so like as far as one thing that we uh, we do with real estate is uh, me and uh, my lender actually like kind of pushed this one on me is like you got to create like a raving fan, like raving Karens, you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> I, if I have clients that I knew I made like a super big impression on, I make sure that they know like your business is valued as much as any of your friends' business and your family's, and those are the people that'll be on Facebook, like, Josh was so great, make sure you reach out to him, X, Y, and Z. Um, I did it with my aunt. Like, my aunt and me are super close. She's almost like my sister, because I grew up with my grandmom, so that's kind of mm. how it worked out. But uh, me and her are super close. She's passionate about what I do, and she knows I'm good at it, so she runs a mechanic shop mm -hmm. right in Feasterville and Trevo's. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Shook Family Auto. It's next to Irwin's. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but any of her customers come in like, and they're like talking about anything real estate related. She's like, here's one of his cards. I actually like, I don't get cards made anymore. So like, I should probably get them for her cause I, she's running out, but she's like, here's his card. And like, here's his number, reach out to him. He's really great. And it's just the, the people in my corner, my, like you call it, I guess you could call it your fan base. So yeah. you know I mean, the people in my corner yeah. that constantly push for me is, is I think if that's not comparable to my Instagram, like results, I, w I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. like it's almost been 50, 50, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Instagram brought me 
about $2 million worth of business last year. Yeah. And then referrals was like another 2 million. So yeah, it, it was very close. You know what I mean? It, it's, but that has been important. It's like word of mouth. It's yeah. like as old as it gets, it, it never fails. That's the best way to grow a business if you can, because it's, it's instant reviews right there. It's references 100%. on this, on the scene. Yeah. So somebody it's like, you're not having to approach that person and be like, here's what's great about me. Yeah. If somebody else is doing it. It's unprovoked. Usually, you know, yeah. it's kind of candid. You're not usually a part of it at all. Yeah. It's just like, hey, I have no skin in the game other than just loving what this person does. Yeah. Go to them. Yeah, exactly. It's worth its weight in gold, man. Yeah, that that's like a another level of of referrals. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just literally, right before I got here, I had some some guy come out to quote doing my driveway. And that was like the same thing. I just asked, who who do you guys recommend for asphalt? And this yeah. kid got tagged like 80 times. Like I was like, yeah, he, he won that one. Yeah, like I'm not yeah. even gonna, I don't even care to check references because 30 people I trust just recommended him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like. Uh, dude, that's a, that's a cool point though about not, like you don't have to check references when something comes so highly recommended. Um, and the, the parallel that I see to that, because I'm always thinking of ways to like digitize things, automate things, you know, take your, take the need for your involvement out of it as much as possible. Yeah. And so you've got this fan base, so to speak mm -hmm. of people who like will always recommend you and what you do. Yeah. Have you considered like getting that down into a video or or some type of you know online medium and and capitalizing on that because yeah, you figure yeah. you've got this pocket of people who are already responsible for a ton of your business just offline i mean again yeah probably facebook tags and stuff too but like for the most part this offline like resource yeah you can like take a snapshot of that bottle it up and weaponize that online for yeah. yourself. So that's been something that I've actually considered. Uh, I think we were touching on a little bit, like on our call the other day is uh, like at closing, I really want to bring in the video, let people like see how a closing goes. And like at the time my clients are at their peak, they just bought their first house. They're excited. Yeah. I had made sure that it was stress-free. So they're infatuated with me at that time and just catching their side of the story, like the candid review that's unscripted, just how do you feel about the situation? How is everything handled? Um, that was something like real big I've been thinking about to, to get rolling this year. It's something that I wanna add in as almost in every every closing thing, you know what I mean? And just be able yeah. to like filter that through the year. Yeah. People see like, I, I get that a lot from people. They're like, I always see you showing the houses at inspections, at the closing table, you're, you're doing business. We watch it happen all the time and it's impressive if I can bring in the cameras and let people see how the closing goes too, like give them like the backstory, yeah. that that hits too. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that would be big. You figure you're already showing people the work, like you said, they're seeing the process. They're basically, they're alongside with you throughout everything. So by the time that they come to you, they already feel like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. But once you start capturing that closing process and the, just like the elation that these people have, yeah. then they're not only seeing the process of working with you, they're seeing the result too. Yeah. Because by default, they're kind of like inferring that, you know, yeah. they're thinking like, all right, this is going to be great. We're going to get what we want out of this yeah. because we've seen it. But then you're, you're just capturing that. You're saying, yeah. this will be you. 
You know? Yeah, exactly. It's here it is. Here's what you can expect. Here's the feelings that you can you can capture. Cause like feelings are it, dude. Yeah. And buying a house or selling a house is an emotional thing. Yeah, it, and even even everything I do in my power to like remove the stress level from it, it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I can be there every time you need to talk, every time you need to figure out what's next, why am I stressed? You know what I mean? I can be there for that, but I hang, I hang up the phone. I know you're still stressed. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's just part of the process. I mean, I've done it a few times for myself and it's still stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like going through the motions almost. I know what to expect. I know how it's going to go, but things pop up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be like, I learn something new every deal because something new happens every deal. It, every deal is not the same. I mean, if you're not learning something every time that you that you do it, yeah, you're not doing it right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's part of it. But um, yeah, I definitely want to incorporate that. Yeah. What um, what else have you got going on? Because I know when we talked on that call a week or two ago, um, you know, you were getting me up to speed on like, not only are you doing real estate. You're building up the personal brand. I see you've got the real life Monopoly yeah. shirt on. I love that, dude. Yeah, I want to. I want to get like a bunch of these made and start just selling them. Let yeah. people like rep the brand. You know. Well, what I mean? well, let me give me a, a view inside of of real life Monopoly because you're one. Yeah. How old are you now? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty three. You got your successful thing already on the roll. You're building up these other things. The hustle doesn't stop for you. Yeah. What is real life Monopoly? So like, that that's as far as. I, uh, I'm in the middle of building a rental portfolio. So we got the one property that we got, um, got that rented out, smooth sailing, knock on wood all the time. You know what I mean? Um, we're in the process of looking in other markets right now. So I, I've been uh, peaking in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Um, the price points there are super low. Yeah. Like 40, 50,000 for like a four bedroom house. Um, and they rent out for like 800, 900 a month. So yeah. like, uh, like we always try and say, you want to be at like 1%. So if say the property is a hundred thousand, you want to rent it out for a thousand dollars. You know, you're going to cash flow. So out there it's like, it's 2% really. Cause you're getting, yeah. if it's 50,000 and it's renting out for almost a thousand, you're really hitting that number. You know what I mean? Um, so I've been looking out there a little bit, but I think we're just going to deep dive and start buying a lot in Philly. Yeah. It's, um, I've been really focusing on the credit end of just life in general, learning how to maximize my points on my credit cards, learning the difference between personal and business credit. I built my credit up to like almost the 800 credit score, give or take on the day, it goes up yeah, and down. Right. Um, but, and I'm learning like how to leverage my credit to buy properties and how to pull the cash off the credit cards to actually pay cash. Um, so I'm learning like the different strategies to use, say OPM, other people's money. Yep. So I'm trying to make sure my money's not in the game, use somebody else's and start just burn all these houses. So that would be like buy it, uh, rehab it, rent it out, refinance, and then repeat. So you get all your money back out of it. You get to keep the asset, let it cash flow, build that passive income, and then go on to the next one. Um, we've been looking, it's just been one of them things where I'm like, I just got to really wake up one day and just shoot and pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, we were actually supposed to be closing on something. Uh, it would have been like closing right around now. And the, the dude that had the property under contract, I was buying it from, he didn't know what he was doing. He lost the deal, kind of screwed me. I got my money back, so it was cool, but it yeah. was, uh, it would have been a really good deal. I would have loved to have it, but I'm looking like, as soon as I find something that the numbers make sense or locked in, we're like pulling the trigger. Yeah. It's, it's just going to happen. But, yeah. uh, as far as, 
other things I have going on, I have my general contracting company that I own with my buddy Cody and his brother-in-law Dennis, which is another one of my good friends. Uh, we've done some like minor rehabs for people's houses where they're yeah. just getting like bedrooms done, bathrooms, floors. Um, I love doing that stuff as much as like I, I stay out of like the having to work with my hands. Yeah. I still love doing it. It's what I grew up doing. And yeah, it's you cool. choose when you get to do it now. Yeah, it's cool to see like take a room that's a blank canvas and turn it into a, a gorgeous space. You know yeah. what I mean? I love doing that. I love seeing the end result. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we started that company and uh, that, that was doing pretty well. I kind of took a step back from it just because I really wanted to lock in and focus on my real estate business. Yeah. I'm kind of letting uh, Cody handle that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also got the credit repair business off the right. ground for my fiance. Yeah. Um, she's doing well with that. She likes, she's really learning, taking the time to deep dive into it and yeah. become a master of it, which is cool to see. You know what I mean? Well, I remember, like, you're saying all this and we're talking about it, but, like, I, I do know, at least I know about all of it because of that presence online, man. I've seen you, I remember when you were posting stories about, like, rehabbing houses. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, Josh is doing something else now alongside everything else. And I remember you uh, posting about the credit repair stuff, which was more recent. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this man does not stop. So I want to ask you, because you've been saying a lot about like that, that uh, the blue collar type of life yeah. in, the, in the white collar type of workplace. Yeah. What is it like taking that blue collar, blue collar uh, mentality and work ethic and kind of building it into a more white collar type of role? Yeah. So I, I, it's like a joke amongst my family. Uh, my uncle, we call him a robot because he just doesn't stop. He's a mechanic. He used to be a truck driver, worked like 18 hour days. And like, I grew up working with him, like moving houses. So we would literally like wake up at like three, two, three in the morning, go drive to wherever we were going. It might've been 10 hours away. You know what I mean? Wherever we're going, get there, move this whole house into a 53 foot truck, go to sleep at like midnight, do the same thing over and over again. And it just built me into like, being able to run nonstop, run nonstop. I mean, caffeine helps, but like run nonstop. <laughs> no so doubt. I, I think, I think knowing how to work my butt off all the time for like pennies at that time. And even like in the last few years, like I, I, I was making all right money, but it wasn't six figures. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was making like 70,000 a year, but I was busting my ass every day. And now to be able to put the same mental strain and less of the physical, I feel like I can go longer and I just don't stop. I get bored. Like if I, if I don't have something happening, I'll make something happen. And, uh, now it's like, I can make six figures from my office at my house yeah. without having to actually pick something up. And that's like, that was a game changer to me. Once I realized that it's possible and it's easily attainable, if you're okay with putting the work in yeah. and that that's where a lot of people fail because i don't think they realized what goes into it and you said like you see me kind of like start 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 blow up everybody will say like oh overnight success like that that's cool overnight success yeah dude it was three years in the making and yep. i failed 27 times yeah exactly. you know what I mean? people will see that man i and, I'm a big advocate. I post a lot on Instagram to let people know like, yo, I'm working. Like I'm yeah. consistent. I'm not, I'm not sitting around like yeah. watching TV. It's like the TV doesn't turn on in my house really unless like yeah. it's our one time on a Monday where we watch All American together, me and my fiance. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't watch TV. Yeah. I don't 
spend the time doing those other things. I, I lock in on my business, my brand. And if I'm on my phone, I might be on Instagram or anything. I'm connecting with people. I'm reaching out to people. I'm building my network. Cause you know what they say? Like your network is your it's net your worth. worth. Yep. And I, I have a lot of heavy hitters in my network. Yeah. And, and you work, oh, well, that's the thing. You develop that. You've worked so long to, to build it up to that point. You know, yeah. like you said, man, no successes overnight. I actually, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. His name's Siebes. He was actually episode one of this show. Okay. Uh, I watched that. Or episode two, rather. The the official, the first full Yeah, interview. the full, full yeah, video. Yeah. yeah. And Siebes is a great dude. And he, he brought up how... Uh, when Pokemon Go was happening yeah, and they interviewed the dude who made it and they were like, what's it like being such an overnight success? Yeah, He's like, yo, I spent 15 years working on this yeah. until the technology finally came together and everything clicked and worked. So like, there it is. Yeah. People don't see all that until you're at a, a peak. There's a threshold, yeah. you know? And um, it's just, I guess... An advantage to be able to show people that that's all happening yeah because dude I keep coming back to you saying how like by the time that people meet you they feel like they know you yeah and that you've had that kind of going from the very beginning too because you've been showing the work like you said like so basically you just kind of sub everybody I'm working still you know yeah and uh, <clears throat> what what have been like the advantages to that or rather, have you noticed advantages to that when things are slower, where you're still like, hey, I'm still working? Have you ever had something like that go out and then people be like, oh, sh yeah, right. Josh is consistently working. I should contact him. Yeah, so that's something uh, I just got a message the other day on Instagram. I was talking to another realtor and she was basically telling me she hasn't closed a deal since I think she said November or October. Yeah. And she said, I needed something to post on Instagram because I haven't. And I think that when you notice somebody go missing or notice somebody fall off, you wonder why. Why did that person fall off? Were they not thorough? Did they screw something up in their deal and now there's a reason someone doesn't want to work with them? Did they, were they unscrupulous about the way they handled a situation? Um, are they not really doing the things that they're doing? Um, and I personally know her. She's a beast. She's a mom. I love her. She's a great person and she really works her butt off. So it's just slow. You know what I mean? Things yeah. are just slow. It happens. You know what I mean? Like you're new to the business. You're not going to stay busy all the time unless you're really putting that work in to get the business. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have that, uh, you're busy now. So you take your foot off the gas to build the, the pipeline. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think being able to show people I'm constantly working and I don't stop has helped put me above other people in my field. Yeah. Um, and like no, no shame to anybody else in the business, but if you, you want the same results, put in the same work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, keep the gas on. You yeah. Know? I don't, I don't let off. You know what I mean? I, even <clears throat> yeah. when I'm on vacation and like we, we go away, like I take, chances at vacation to build more content because as much as it sucks people love to see success they love to see what success gets you yeah. you know what i mean we always i don't know if you ever watched this guy i can't remember his, his name but uh oh yeah he, that guy yeah that, that dude <laughs> he he has an instagram or a, a youtube channel and the dude lived in like a 700 hundred a month apartment went out and bought a lambo he like sold his regular car, he bought a Lambo and it helped grow his YouTube channel. He's super big now, I just, I, I'm not like big on YouTube, so I don't, 
I can't remember his name, but uh, I watch him all the time. Like just when I see him pop up in like a, a paid ad, I'll like watch his videos, yeah. see what he's up to. But he has like a, a luxury car page now. Like he has like all these exotic cars. And his first video, he said, I bought the Lambo to build my business. Yeah. Because uh, driving that Lamborghini or that Ferrari is literally a business card. You roll around in a nice car, people are gonna stop and ask what you do. Yeah. Um, I don't drive like a super nice car. I have like a Mercedes, but I mean, people stop, like especially like the younger kids in my area. Oh, yeah. Like they know who I am. Like I hop out of my car, they're like, yo, dude, you're killing it. Like, and that's cool, but it it showed me like the kids that would reach out to me and like ask how business is doing. They're like 15, 16 years old. And the one, like he started his own landscaping company. He's yeah. killing it. Yeah. He, like entrepreneur, like mindset, he's locked in. And he, he literally like, I watched you blow up from our area and I knew it was possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't see that all the time. You see it on yeah. Instagram or um, Pinterest or whatever. Yeah, you see yeah. people like just living the life and you're like, I wish I could do that. Or right. on TikTok, you know what I mean? You yeah, see people yeah. that you're like, I wish I could do that. I know people doing that. So yeah. I knew how they do it. I'm like, dude, when we go away, I ain't paying for travel. Like I, that's my business plat platinum card. All my yep. points adding up. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. So it's like, it's just paying for ads, paying for expenses. I'm going to pay for anyway. I just get the rewards back to know how to do it. Exactly. But exactly. You're rewarding yourself. It's yeah, like, yeah, I deserve this because I learned it. Yeah. You like, know? I mean, you got to play sometimes too though. Like it can't, if you're all work 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're going to burn out. Oh, you got to take that day. For like, sure, man. Dude, I got my Harley. Like, it's going to warm up. Like, I'm going to go ride. I'm going to slack <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just, yeah. you have to sometimes. Well, dude, it's it's important to to play. And it's important also to show people that. Because, like we said, as, as much as you hate it, like, people buy into success. Yep. I, again, this is actually another part of that, that same conversation I had before. Um, if you're watching this, you want to check it out, go check out episode two with Siebes. Um, he was talking about how like his Instagram is, is a highlight reel. Yeah. He has built it up to that because a lot of his stuff is like, um, like travel videography. Yeah. So he's in all these beautiful places and people see that all the time. Yeah. You instantly associate that with like, he's One. killing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing great. He's like, I'm getting paid to be here yeah. right now. You know, like they don't know that though. I'm, yeah, exactly. Like I'm not necessarily paying to go to these places um, but there's also some power in that and he was saying how and I agree with it is like you need you kind of need to to show that stuff off yeah it's important know? and for a while I, I kind of disagree with that and I'm sure there are people who are listening or watching this right now thinking like Oh, it's just flexing on people. Like yeah. that's stupid to do. It's like there's no point in that. I thought that way for a while. But it, but it's not. Yeah. Or or if it is, it's it's kind of essential sometimes yeah. in moderation. I'm not saying be the dude who's like posting and everything. Like here I am with a with a, a hot chick in a sports car and a rolling. Know? And yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, show, showing the lifestyle that you're able to build for yourself because of the how hard you've worked and the success yeah. is like a signal flare for everybody. So um, my mentor, like in his course, as I was like learning how to really build my Instagram and make it pop, and we always say, make it look like a magazine. So you want it a little uniform. I don't follow it to a T, mm -hmm. but the rule is really... Um, or not really the rule, but the way a lot of people do it is the three, two, one. So you're gonna do work, uh, lifestyle, 
and then something you're passionate about, whether it be, so kind of what I do for mine is it works out because the way I like my closings fall, I usually tend to have like a closing picture. So I get to throw that in there and that mixes it up. People are like, oh yeah, I, I can buy a house with him. Yeah. And then I'll throw in like, what's going on? What's like the day in the life? You know what I mean? Things like that. Or like a quote. And then I'll throw in like a lifestyle picture. Yeah. Uh, what I'm doing, where I'm traveling to, what's going on. Um, and then like with my stories, like I mix it up, you know what I mean? Like whatever's going, I try and day to day. It's kind of like a behind the scenes. Yeah. And then like, I'll throw in some pictures that I don't want to load up my newsfeed with garbage. So like I'll throw in like pictures from vacation on there, like yeah. whatever. And it works, you know what yeah. I mean? But people, people get engaged when they see the difference and it's not all business. It's not all play. Like you have all play. They want to know what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there you have it. If that conversation felt like it ended a little bit abruptly, it's because it actually did. We had another maybe 45 minutes of conversation that just did not get saved because the audio cut out. You can imagine how much that sucked in editing when I saw that there was a bunch of video of us talking and no words whatsoever. There was a lot more great stuff that we talked about, including some more specifics about social media and utilizing that to build a following and really, you know, utilizing video also to connect with people and build that trust that Josh kind of started touching on a little bit. If you were really liking what Josh was saying and what we were talking about, then leave a comment and let us know if you want more of that, because we can always loop back in and do a round two to pick up where we left off. My biggest takeaway from the conversation with Josh was that it doesn't matter how young you are, because that can be your advantage if you are an entrepreneur. There's so many new ways of doing things that are way more effective and way more efficient than the outdated ways of doing things. The biggest example, when Josh was talking about the touch points with his real estate clients, making 36 touch points throughout the year, you can do that in a single day with social media. So that was it for me, but there was a lot that we covered. So I want to hear what stuck out to you the most, what resonated the most, or what kind of kicked you in the ass to start moving a little bit more uh, from what he said. So leave a comment with that. If you are here with us on YouTube, go leave that comment and then give a thumbs up. And if you aren't already, subscribe, because I know that at least 50% of people that watch these episodes are not already subscribed. And we've got a lot more good stuff coming up and a lot of good stuff that's already out. If you're listening in on Spotify or another podcasting audio platform, leave us a nice review because that would be pretty cool. If you aren't already, go connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm David Lasowski over there and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Entrepreneur Bra. So I hope you like that one. If you haven't yet, go check out the one that came out before this. Make sure to subscribe to stay tuned for the next one. And in the meantime, drink lots of water, be nice to people, and keep on winning with video. Oh,